Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Geek Garage Podcast. I'm your host, David. Uh, it is the most inclusive and accessible nerd culture audio program on the interwebs. Um, Join with me, as per usual, is my co-host, Amanda Frack Eiler. Let's do this. How are you doing today? I am very good, thank you. Good. Um, it's uh, Today's a very special episode. Um, I, I think this is like... Maybe one of our very first traditions for the podcast. Ooh, um, I'm happy I get to join you for that. It's, it's very exciting times. <laughs> it is very exciting times. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So last year, um, unfortunately, you were not here for for this, uh, the, the inaugural episode. It's okay. You've learned the error of your ways. And I'm here I have. Now. Yes. Um, I have spanked thee uh, and I've learned my lesson. <laughs> Uh, but last year, um, my buddy Zach, he helped me do, uh, the inaugural first annual, uh, Festivus or Festivus for the rest of us episode, uh, the airing of grievances, um, where you, uh, taken directly from that one episode of Seinfeld with George's dad, um, What's Did we George's ever look up his name? name? Hey, you want to look it up now? <laughs> uh, we are so prepared and on top of this. Yes, exactly. If only we had a Jamie. We, up until right now, we sounded pretty professional. I was pretty proud of us. It's been great. It's been great so far. While we're looking that up, I will say I actually did go back and listen to last year's podcast, mm-hmm. so I knew what I was getting myself into. Yep. Zach did a fantastic job, so no slight to him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Fantastic. Yeah. It was great. Uh, I'm not going to be as nice as him. <laughs> I he, am not Mrs. Optimistic. So. Well, he, he was a guest and it was the first episode or, you know, first annual episode, the first time we did it. So I think both of us erred on the side of caution. Not this time. Uh, no, I, I, yeah, we're going to get a little bit dirty, uh, down and dirty with this one. Um, Frank Alex Stanza. Tina. Frank Costanza. George is getting upset. Um, again, with my How terrible impression. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, such like sorry. a generic and fitting name for, for him. And he's such an outgoing character that you expect it to like right. be way over the top. But um, yeah, so I, I forget the episode number and title, but I, I think it's deep into the series. It's either... Uh, it's season nine. Yeah, And the last it's season. Uh, called The Strike. I don't know yes. what episode it is, so... Yeah, it's it's probably uh, maybe like midway through. Doesn't matter. Yeah, it, it's, it's definitely like in the ninth ninth season, the final season, and um, yeah. So uh, I mean, the I think plot A is Kramer getting his job back because H and H Bagels finally uh, ended their strike, and he was the only one that held out on the strike. And so he goes back to work. Of course, he immediately fucks everything up. Mm-hmm. But uh, the the plot B is that um, Frank Costanza introduces everyone to Festivus. Uh, Festivus for the rest of yes. us. And it is a uh, airing of grievances where you surround yourself with the people that you love and let them know how much they have disappointed you throughout the year. And how much everything else in life has disappointed you. Yep. Um, oh shit! I need to bring up the intro that I uh, that I wrote because that's paramount. <laughs> um, 
Okay, so here's what I wrote this morning that I sent to Amanda. Do we need to do this as an intro? No. Okay. As a refresher, this episode is not about having a conversation and finding finding middle ground. This is about accusations and placing blame. This is about calling out all the people, places, and things in your life and letting them know just how much they've disappointed you in 2023. That about sums it up. Yep. Uh, and yeah, I, I think last year we, like I said, we kept it relatively light. Mm-hmm. And we, correct me if I'm wrong, because I, I haven't really listened to that, uh, the first episode we did mostly Christmas. It was mostly Christmas stuff. themed. Yeah. And it's going to be like the opposite for this one. Pretty much. Yeah. Because uh, I, I got a little confused. Like I thought because it takes place at Christmas um, in the Seinfeld episode, mm-hmm. I thought it was like Christmas related stuff. But then I was like, no, that's stupid. Like, you know. Um, oh, yeah. No. So- it, it's basically just, you know, Frank yelling at George the entire time about how terrible his son is. So... <laughs> Pretty you much. Know, and I mean, yelling at the top of his lungs. I will spare people that I won't yell at the top of my lungs, except for a few things. So uh, you, you may want to turn the volume down just a little bit. Right. Yeah. We just did. We did pick things that irritate us. So if you're into people complaining about shit and not you're trying in- to find any resolution toward it, just complaining. You you're found, in the right place. You are in the right place. You yeah. found the right podcast. Um, at least for this episode. Yeah. And you can carry on listening to other things that fulfill your time. That's right. Um, so yeah. Um, would you like to do the honors and kick things off? Oh, <laughs> As oh my she gosh, cracks I her knuckles. cracked my knuckles, which is hilarious because I, they never actually crack. Yeah. We had a conversation not too long ago about how <laughs> my bones don't pop, man. Yeah. But apparently I am ready. I am ready to go. You, you were, yeah, you like purposefully didn't crack your knuckles for like a week straight so you could crack <laughs> them right here as we. Exactly. As we All for this one moment. Yeah. All for this beautiful you, moment. You definitely, I mean, you have notes, you have your knuckles. Right. You came prepared. I came prepared. I'm so proud of you. I, I know. Thank you. Really pulling your weight as a co-host. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's right. got to do it. We ready? Yes. Fuck you, Ticketmaster. Okay, so talk about uh, overlapping. (laughs) Yeah, I have four things, and this is one of them. Uh huh. I knew it was going to happen. Yep. And I was like, we're just going to start with this one first. Fuck you, Ticketmaster. Fuck you, Ticketmaster. All right, look. So here's the thing if you haven't bought concert tickets, you're probably rich at this point because everybody that has bought concert tickets is now broke Mm -hmm. because the Ticketmaster fees are at least 75% like worth like as much as the t- original base ticket price is. Yes. So whatever the ticket price is, double, double it. <laughs> and hope that that's all that you have to pay. Yeah. Because if you have to get into one of those stupid queues and you get in the line, mm. they're going to charge you whatever the fuck they want to charge you. And how that is even... Legal? Legal. And it's not like the artists see that money. Nope. It's all going to fucking Ticketmaster. If the artist was getting it, I would still be pissed. I would feel a little bit better about it. Mm. But it's not. It's all going to Ticketmaster. So fuck you, Ticketmaster. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck him in the ass. Um, yeah. Uh, I just put uh, the headline was Ticketmaster. And the first bullet point is they must be stopped. <laughs> 
Nice. I have one here. Um, thank God for the Swifties because they might actually take them down. Please do. Um, that, yeah. Uh, a couple weeks back, I was talking about my adoration for Taylor Swift and her amazing fan base. Mm-hmm. Once again, another reason why they're all amazing yep. and why she's amazing is because they have they're the balls. out for blood. And, yeah, yes. they are out for fucking blood, and yeah. I am here for it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been a lot of things on my like Instagram that pops up now that's uh it's a petition that's going around. Okay. Um that you're that you sign because <laughs> it's a petition, that's what you do with the petition sure. is you sign it. I was gonna let you have that one. You know, it's fine. I say <laughs> stupid shit all the time. <laughs> um, but it's for like Congress and everything to realize that Ticketmaster is a monopoly mm-hmm. and that this shit is wrong. Yeah. And the advertising for it is really good. Like, okay. drawing you in. It's, and it's true. It's like all the real world scenarios of you're sitting in front of a fucking computer with, you know, or three computers and a phone <laughs> because you have to get into the stupid queue that you had to register for a week before so that you could get into the queue two hours before tickets go on sale so that you might get in line and you might be able to buy tickets, but you're probably still going to be like three or 400 deep in the line. Right. And you might get tickets or they could be sold out within four seconds of you actually seeing the tickets or the ticket prices, because they're not going to tell you what it is without the fees, are going to be so expensive that you back out and you've wasted all of your time because you can't afford $1,000 seat tickets to see My Chemical Romance. (sighs) (laughs) We kicked this off with a good one. We did. Yeah, this was a great one. This is it. I just, you know. Yeah. Um, no, they Shop. must be stopped. Something must be done because the concert tickets are too damn high. Um, they ain't three fifty. They're like no three hundred thousand and fifty dollars. Yeah, like like my favorite so fucking meme, stupid. My favorite meme from last year was blank one thousand hundred and eighty two. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was pretty accurate. Also, the uh, another one was a hard times article. It was a a group family shot of the. Um, of all the Jenners, uh, or the, um, the, what's Kardashians? Yeah. The Kardashians. Thank yeah. You. It's all the same at this point. I okay. don't. Yeah. The, uh, they're all related. Somehow. All the Kardashians and the headline was, we sat down with the only family that could afford Blink-182 tickets. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. It was, it was pretty good. Accurate. Yeah. But no. Uh, Although they don't even have to pay for the tickets anymore because Travis is in the family now. So. Exactly. The the only family that could afford it doesn't even have to. Then fucking shit. Right. And I'd say like. Also I'd, what the fuck Travis. But whatever. Uh, I digress. So. I'm not super familiar with the family really at all. I know. I know nothing. But. I know there was a sex tape. Judging. By, yeah. Oh, no. Judging by. The photos I've seen of everyone and uh, Travis with Courtney, mm-hmm. like they are pretty fucking adorable. Um, and yeah. their kids are adorable. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, like he seems pretty damn happy. So, yeah. And- I mean, if he's happy, that's fine. I just, I think they were, and I only, do I know this from a Joe Rogan podcast? I don't know. I know that they were neighbors. Is what I heard. Mm, okay. And then that's how they met. Interesting. And then I guess things progressed from there. I don't know. Okay. But. It makes sense. I mean, yeah. Travis sure. has got a lot of side hustles. I, But I don't 
know how he would be able to afford a house next to uh, I mean m- maybe if it was just um Chloe or whoever um then nice. I don't know doesn't matter no, doesn't matter Mo- fuck Tisk Master that's what we're here for moving on fuck him right in the ass <laughs> basically uh no they suck um like I said there's no resolution to that no middle grounds no trying to problem solve just complaining yep plain and simple um so uh i guess i'll i'll do a a christmas one i'll I'll kick things off with my my one christmas themed grievance um and that is uh stop saying jesus is the reason for the season you fuckers (laughs) Um, yes uh i think we talked about this a little bit last week um Mm -hmm. this shit is not only annoying but it's also wildly inaccurate and purposefully exclusive uh jesus is not the reason for the season it started as a pagan holiday that was co-opted over time by the christians it's a time of year that is celebrated by many cultures in just the u.s alone so if you can't wrap your head around that then go ahead and get fucked uh, get fucked. <laughs> Weenie in the butt. Tuesdays in the morning. Um, <laughs> sorry, I think I just killed Frack. I'm dead. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, no, I, uh, this, uh, yeah, for whatever reason, this just gets under my skin. The whole Jesus is the reason for the season. Like, I see what you're doing and just stop. Like, it's mm-hmm. not. Uh, like, like I get that you and your cult have successfully, um, f- uh, fomented insurrection and taken a hold of this holiday, um, from the pagans. Um, cause like every single element that we celebrate is, is basically. It's all pagan. Yeah. It's all pagan. All of it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and they still refuse to accept the fact that Jesus was brown. So I, I really, I, I don't get it. But from Jerusalem, but. Right. Yeah. But he brown. was, he was whiter. Than a snowflake. <laughs> uh, speaking of snowflakes. Um, no. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, I just hate this. Um, I don't like it. Um, and, uh, but of course we live in the South and things operate a little differently here. So um mm-hmm. that's pretty much all i had to say about that uh you got anything you want to chime in here um with? the only thing i'm gonna add in on this is a meme that i found earlier okay and all it says is holy infant so tender and mild implies the existence of a cursed infant so chewy and spicy <laughs> you're welcome oh my god that's awesome uh-huh chewy and spicy chewy and spicy infants Yep. Nice. Yep. Um, brought to you by Robert Eggers. Um, <laughs> Not Stone Cold Stone Cold, <laughs> cold Creamery. Stone Steve Austin's Creamery. Cold Stone Steve Austin's Cold Stone Creamery. God, I really need to write that down so I can remember. It. We need to create a logo for it. We do. Yeah. We do. Anyone that's listening that works on Fiverr, um, that'd be great. Shoot us a message if you can hook us up with that. That'd be fantastic. Just like a five dollar logo, please and thank you. <laughs> Yeah, that's all we got. We yeah. don't, um, unless you know you can bring us like twenty patrons. At, you know, that would also we'll, be acceptable. We'll, we'll figure something out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Uh, anyways, what you got next? Oh boy. So no, it's not this. My biggest rant is Ticketmaster because it's the one that hurts me the most. Sure, it's the one that eats me to my core. 
But the newest thing, I understand that 2023 has been a recession and bullshit's happening and it's all because of fucking COVID. And I understand that. It's fine. But I don't need Walmart and Target to look like a department store. I already have a Kohl's and a JCPenney. I don't need them to change the fucking layout. I know where the shit that I want is. Stop trying to make it look pretty. You're fucking Walmart. <laughs> Be Walmart. And let me find my fucking clothes in peace. I don't need 400 mannequins. I don't need bright lights and like, ooh, a nice little display. I know where the fuck I am. I'm in fucking Walmart. I understand that. And I get it. Bring back the five billion options of things mm-hmm. and stop taking up valuable space with the de- the decor mm-hmm. that's just mannequins and bullshit to try to sell me stuff. I'm already going to spend a lot of money. And Target, I don't ever leave Target without dropping $200. I don't know actually what I come home with. I don't think I actually come home with anything. I don't have the balls I think to just- go to Target. <laughs> I, I can't like I have to be lying to exactly what I'm looking for and just keep a keep my head down and nothing else in that store exists. Yeah. Yeah, that's my only I option. will say they don't have shit anymore, so you might be safe. Because yeah, they don't I, have this oh, this is my other gripe. So we're just gonna combine them both because I feel like this is gonna also be yours because we've griped about it I don't every have, podcast. I don't think I have anything about targets. So. No. Um but they don't have, like, Target doesn't have DVDs anymore. They don't have Blu-rays anymore. They have books. Yeah. You know, whatever. That's fine. If you like books. And that's great for you. There are no DVDs. They have, like, one little, like, three-row cube yeah. on each side. And that's it. And none of them are ever on sale anymore. No. They're ever. all, like, $35. The best part about Black Friday used to be is I would wait. I would wait until Black Friday. I would go to fucking Target or fucking Walmart because they would have $5 DVDs, Mm -hmm. buy everything that I needed for my collection because I want physical media. Yep. And they don't do that anymore. I mean, they don't even do Black Friday, honestly, anymore. It's just a too much. That's another one, but. um, Yeah. It's going to be a lot of tangenting. (laughs) Yeah. All related. But like, leave my shit alone. Just, just let the layout stay the same. Stop changing the fucking grocery stores. Because I fucking hate it. And let me find the shit that I want in peace. And go back to having things that I want. Okay. I can yeah. dig it. Okay. okay. I, it's it's not necessarily a... Uh, I mean, your complaints about Target are valid. How they don't have oh, yeah. shit anymore. They don't have shit anymore. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, I guess I can kind of see where you're coming from with, with Walmart. Like, mm-hmm. it does seem like they've beefed up. Everything else in the store, Um, which I mean, you know, Walmart's always been kind of one of those places where they have a little bit of everything, including groceries. But yeah, like I like if I'm looking for something cheap, that's where I'm going is Mm -hmm. Walmart. Uh, I don't I don't need it to look like a JCPenney. I need it to look like a Walmart. Yeah. Stop putting mannequins in the fucking Walmart. Just give me clothes racks. (laughs) Buy my shit. Let me go home. Done. Yes. What you got? Uh, let's see. I guess uh, my second thing. Um, I just put make movie theaters great again. <laughs> I didn't yeah. have it on my notes because I ran out of time. Honorable mention. But yes. Yeah. That was in my head. Space. Yeah. So look at what uh, what Greta Gerwig 
and Christopher Nolan and their teams did for Barbie and Oppenheimer, aka uh, Barbenheimer or Oppen Arpen Oppen Barbie. Barbenheimer. It, yeah, it was Barbenheimer. You know what I'm um, talking about. We yes. So my my point here is so we can place a lot of blame on COVID. They definitely pumped the brakes. I say they like it was like a group of people that started it, which if you want to fall into that rabbit hole um, of the lab leak theory, then that's a whole other podcast that we will never do. Um, But yeah, uh, because of COVID and numerous other things, uh, shit just went off the rails in terms of movie theaters and marketing movies and just movies going to the movie theaters, period. Um, So much stuff is like direct to streaming nowadays and which is i hate it yeah and so i can't remember if it was you, uh, having a conversation with you or someone else i feel like it might have been you uh where we were talking about this topic more or less and how seeing everything at home and seeing very little at the movie theater as opposed to like going to the movie theater every friggin' Friday or Saturday night like we used to. Mm-hmm. Because that was the only way you could see movies. Mm-hmm. Um, that has ruined us for seeing movies. Like it, it has ruined the experience because like we'll go and like I'm not... I'm not old man in knee-high socks standing on the front lawn yelling at the clouds. Um pointing all the blame at everyone else. I'm also pointing a blame, pointing a finger back at myself. Um, because I will be in the movies nowadays and I'll have a knee jerk reaction to look at my phone see what's going on. Uh, and then I have to stop myself and be like, what the fuck are you doing? You just paid like $500 to get in here. Um, watch <laughs> the, the goddamn thing movie. That's that comes close to ticket master pricing <laughs> is movie pricing. <laughs> right. At least they don't have, well, I mean, surge pricing i guess you know there's matinee and then regular. they tried that didn't go very well <laughs> oh yeah them. uh regal tried that and yeah, it was an it did epic not go fucking well. fail did not go well no, uh, yeah I, I think their attendance uh fucking tank I, th- I think that was part of the problem yeah um no it, they they turned that around quicker than fucking only fans decided that porn was going to be allowed again it was yeah <laughs> you mean the platform that only had one thing for it exactly yeah Break and you're gonna take it away mm. oh my god like before you know it etsy won't be allowed to have crafts on it yeah. oh wait yeah yeah you mm. can't do anything on etsy anymore no. fuck them yeah uh but yeah i i don't know like it, it's kind of hard to put this one into words without really just going off the rails and doing an entire episode on this, which we could and we might, but like, we just, just, you know, like put more effort into marketing your movies. Look at what Barbie and Oppenheimer did. Look at the way that they marketed their movies um, and how they just like, there was so much passion and ramping up to the release of them and like and just do that for more movies like make it a bigger deal again mm-hmm. uh i don't know who needs to hear this and start doing it but whoever it is just just fucking do it 
um, like make people excited again about going to the movies. Cause like, like I'm always excited to go, go to the movies. Yeah. I very rarely have the chance to go just because of my circumstance. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just feel like it's so secondary and an afterthought you, nowadays. You have to plan to go to the movies too. There is no more. Um, me and Abe, uh, earlier this year, last year, I don't remember. It all runs together. Time doesn't exist. But mm-hmm. we were like, we're going to do the most American thing you can do. We're going to go get dinner on a Friday night, and we're going to go to a movie. Nope. We didn't look up movie times. We didn't look up what was playing. Mm-hmm. We didn't look up shit. Sounds we're like, like this a great is what idea. we're doing. This is what we used to do when we were young adults, teenagers. Mm-hmm. Like, this is 18, what you did. 19? You went and got dinner. Yeah. You went to a fucking movie. Yeah. It was fine. Dinner was great. There wasn't shit playing at the movie theaters. And all the times were horrible. And the times that we could get in where we're like, oh, it's 30 minutes. Like, it'll, like you know, 45 minutes. It'll be fine. By the time we get, you know, popcorn or whatever, like a drink, it'll be fine. It was all sold out because you have to buy the tickets in advance. <clears throat> and I love the recliner seating. I hate the fact that I have to buy my tickets in fucking advance. It drives me crazy. Uh, buy your tickets in advance in order to just have tickets, period. In order, Yeah. It's not like you can't just, it's not like a Marvel Midnight showing from, you know, 2006 where you had to buy the tickets or otherwise you wouldn't get in, but, and there would, you know, you fight to get a seat, like. Right. What, uh, what were we all trying to see? Do you remember? Oh, there was nothing playing. Uh, It's when, um. Well, you said it was sold out. Only. I don't remember what I was actually playing, okay. but I know we looked up a movie and we're like, ah, we could see that. And it was sure. sold out. And we're right. like, I'm not hanging around. Like, I ain't that excited for it to be around an hour and a half. I know that it's the time that Morbius came out because it was the only thing that was playing in the theaters. Mm. And I was not doing that. No. Because that is, that fuck is Jared a... Leto. <laughs> not doing it. That's yeah. a different grievance, but fuck him in the ass. Yeah. Uh, speaking of like exceptions to the rule, <laughs> I yeah. just complained about uh, direct to streaming uh, movies. That one could have been a direct to streaming. It could have been direct streaming because it was, I don't know. I'm assuming it was terrible. Yeah. I didn't uh, watch it because I... Um, I wasn't going to. Yeah, I think uh, out of all, like, I have a lot of nerdy friends on Facebook. I have, like, 500 nerdy friends. And uh, I think one of them said something about Morbius. Something. That says a lot. hmm For nobody saying anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I can't even remember if it was good or bad or what have you. Yeah. Um, but... I don't know. I because Sony is beefing up their side of the the Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll get around to watching it eventually, but yeah, it's not necessarily something that I'm excited over. Um, I am I, I am excited to see the uh, Craven the Hunter movie, which I don't know if that got pushed back or delayed uh. or what. Because last year they released a trailer for it. And then I maybe I have, the strike uh, delayed and pushed, and it does say because that did last for uh, expected, several months. Expected August thirtieth, twenty twenty four. Okay, so next summer. Okay, cool. Um, okay, but yeah, that uh, I'm excited for that one because that's got um, Aaron Taylor Johnson who played uh, Quicksilver in oh, okay. the uh, the Avengers: Age of Ultron. 
Okay. Um, rest in peace, Quicksilver. Um, he was a real one. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, For all five seconds. Yeah, he... Uh, I don't know if you've seen the trailer for this. But no. It looks... Uh, I mean, I need to. I'll get there. I I was surprised I didn't see more hate at the like the fact that they didn't choose like a Jason Momoa type because mm. Craven the Hunter is fucking enormous. Oh. Um, and Aaron Taylor Johnson, he's a big dude. He's not short or small. Like, and he got beefed yeah. up for the role, but like, like Craven the Hunter in the Spider-Man Two game and in the comics, like he is a fucking giant. Like he like he makes Shaq look like a dwarf oh yeah how's this gonna work then (laughs) um but uh you know we'll see Um, camera angles it'll be fine yeah uh i ain't too worried about it fair um but yeah anyways movie theaters (laughs) the thing that i'm very sad about because i finally got around to um seeing the rebel moon trailer okay do you know how good that would be on the big screen because uh, it's, it's not going to be released as a Netflix exclusive. It's only going to be on Netflix, right? It's, uh, or is it going to do both? It's. Uh, I believe it's going to do both. It's Thank gonna It's going to have a limited theater run. Okay. Because um, that but, shit needs to be in a fucking theater. No. Um, Zack Snyder, he would not... Really, I didn't like, think I think so. Army of the Dead was kind of like an exception because it was a COVID thing. Oh, okay. okay. Um, and he might even did a, a, a limited run for that in theaters. I, I can't remember. But yeah, he, he would not stand for having his stuff. I didn't think so. But with it being like, because the trailer I saw it was all like Netflix exclusive and Netflix blah, blah, blah. And Netflix right. production and Netflix this. And I'm like, you motherfucker. <laughs> Don't. This needs to be in a theater. Mm-hmm. This, this needs to bring in all the money because... I'm, I am here for it. Yeah. Now that I've finally seen it, mm-hmm. I am here for it. Like, let's fucking go. Cause yeah, let's uh, kick Star Wars in the nuts <laughs> and be like, this is what you could have been doing, but you didn't. So Zack Snyder just took over and I am so excited for it. Yeah. It, it does look like, you know, Star Wars, but it's if Zack Snyder did it, uh, which I'm, you know, it's a weird way to describe a movie. But you get accurate, that feeling. It, yes, accurate. It's insanely accurate because when I first started watching because I didn't know anything about it except you, for the fact that you were jizzing about it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. And so we watched the trailer and I was like, so this is Star Wars, right? And he was like, no. And I'm like, how is this not a Star Wars movie? <laughs> Besides yeah. paying George Lucas money for the names. Right. Like, yeah. I'm very excited for it, though. No, it looks very, very good. Um, I'm excited. Uh, so, uh, do you, do we know when that is due out? It is due. Hang on, I just pulled it up. Let me, let me, let me click on the link to the Rebel Moon. It is click on due. that link. So, it says Friday in the UK, this but that Friday? cannot be correct. Uh, why is that well i don't know i'm assuming just because it says uk next to it so i'm assuming it'll be different for us but maybe it is friday i don't uh i don't know let me ask the correct way to the googles um did you try no it is it is december 15th so it's uh okay should already be out 
Cool. So yeah, it still uh, says UK. Friday. Although I think my phone also has me. My location is India currently, so it's, that's a whole other problem. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Rebel Moon, right? Yeah. Uh, part one: A Child of Fire and Pain. This sounds like a fucking fantasy series if I've ever heard one. Yep. Uh, release date: December twenty second. There we go. Yeah, that makes more sense. IMDb. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Why did I not just go to I and uh, whatever? Whatever. Doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, that looks good. Uh, anyways, what uh, what's your what's your next My one? next grievance? Next grievance. So this was mentioned last year. We're bringing it back up, though, because I fucking hate it. And it's the traffic. Mm. Yeah. I am so fucking sick of people in their cars driving places. <coughs> go back to working from home. If you had a job where you could work from home and you decided that you would rather be sitting in traffic and going downtown and doing those things, fuck you. What's your job? I want it because I want to work from home. I don't want to get in my car and put pants on and go to work. No, I want to be in pajamas, put a shirt on if I have to do a Teams meeting with a little lovely little camera yep. and not talk to people. But instead, I, have a, I, I, I work in healthcare. So, therefore, I'm around a lot of people mm-hmm. very early in the morning, mm-hmm. very late in the night, and there are too many damn cars on the road, and I am tired of it. Stay the fuck home. I realize it's not COVID. Just, just, just stay the fuck home and get the fuck out of my way. <laughs> I'm done. Like, sit your ass down, work from your comfy ass home where you can watch TV while you're working. And let me at least have a nice 15-minute commute instead of 45 minutes to an hour. Which is ridiculous because I know exactly how far away you live from your job. Yep. Fucking stupid. Yeah. Um, No, the traffic in Nashville fucking blows. It is. Mm-mm. I mean, that's, and that's really an understatement. <laughs> it is. It, it honestly is. It is worse. I think we're worse than Atlanta at this point. Oh, I wouldn't. Or it's uh, just as bad. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. It's, um, yeah, like, uh, I mean, we, even when I worked downtown circa 2015, 16, 17 ish, um, it was damn terrible then. Like the roundabout, um, close to broadway uh, mm-hmm. that shoots down the koreans yeah Korean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Korean, yeah. Mm-hmm. um yeah like it would if i didn't leave at a certain time i would be on that like three block stretch of road for like 40 minutes mm-hmm. <laughs> just trying to trying to get on to lebanon pike yep that's like, it all you need yeah and you, you can't do it no it's fucking yeah. stupid stop moving here all right so let's just go into the next one stop moving to nashville stay the fucking california i understand that you want out but you can't come here we're full no, we're, we're closed. closed stop we're closed goodbye get the fuck out yeah i need people to start leaving nashville i never thought i'd say that because i always thought that more people here more concerts we would have more whatever mm-hmm. Not necessarily the case, and get the fuck out. Yeah. You're fucking everything up. Get the fuck out. Basically. This is why we don't have listeners back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, because all the potential listeners would be people from other states that are moving here. Well, I mean, 
not that I really care if I've been moved, but if you did move here from California, like, I, I guess you're already here, so, but, but like, get the fuck out. <laughs> technically, I moved here from California, but here's the difference. I always tell people I moved here before it was cool to move here. You're the original uh, hipster? I I mean, if that's the label you want to slap on it, then knock yourself out. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I moved here before it was cool to move here. Yeah. That's not my claim to fame. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not bragging about it. That's just the way it was. Um, and, and I'm fine with You've been like, here long enough, though, that it's fine. Uh, yeah, I've lived here like three times as long as I lived in California. So yeah, you're from Tennessee. It's fine. Yeah. It's, yeah, I'm I'm a man right. with no home, basically. Yeah. Basically. Uh, or a man with two homes. Uh, I mean, yeah. Because yeah, it, it's weird to you say can afford that them. I am from here, but it's also weird to say that I'm from California. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of say that I'm from both. Fair. But yeah, uh, Tennessee is full. Uh, go move to Memphis or Knoxville. Oh yeah, Memphis is fine. Knoxville's fine. Yeah, get the just fuck out of Middle Tennessee. Yeah, Nashville, no. We're yeah. full. We're full. Go home. I don't know where you're going, but you can't stay here. Yeah, like get the fuck out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like the opposite of Hotel California. <laughs> yeah, it is. You can check out anytime you like, but you can never leave. It's the opposite of that. Like, just go and never come back. Yep. Get all your Please shit, put you. it in a nice little bag, get in your car so that you, the only exception for you to be on the roads when I'm on the roads is if you're moving out. <laughs> so yeah, I'm right back around. I like it. Yeah. I like it a lot. Yep. Uh, let's, is that, uh, is that yeah. my turn? Yeah. It's your turn. Uh, this is strangely personal, um, but generic and kind of different from what we've been talking about, which is like. Like companies and just mm-hmm. traffic, like old people stuff. <laughs> I, I am an old this person. It's fine. It's way past my bedtime. This by the is way. Uh, take it a step back and a slightly more like, um, I, I guess, a younger millennial type problem. Ooh. Um, there is no reason why your response time to text messages should take longer than sending a letter through the U.S. Postal Service. <laughs> I have friends that do this. I have friends that do this that listen to the podcast. If you're listening to this and this applies to you, I love you. But but this is my only bullet point. If this is you, fix your shit. <laughs> um, if you are leaving me on red because you don't want to talk to me, tell me and I'll fuck right off. I won't take it personally. Seriously. Like... I have days where I get text message alerts from people and it is like Robert Downey Jr. Eye roll dot gif um, where I'm just like, oh, this fucking guy <laughs> like and I just swipe to dismiss the uh, the the message. And so, you know, I become part of the problem, um, but only temporarily. Um, but you like, do get back to them within two to three, uh, two to three business, business days. days. That's a good one. Um, but yeah, I, I'm just like, like taking a day or even two days because maybe you looked at the message. You were like, okay, I'm going to respond tonight when I get home or whatever, when I finally have time and then it slips your mind. That's cool. No yeah, problem. That's me. That's me. Um, 
I look at something and forget because we've already established on this podcast. I have no memory. Right. It's but fine. if I send you a message and I'm getting a response like two weeks later, like Timu time, um, then I I don't you know. You probably what, already forgot what you were talking about. Like, yeah. Uh, I mean, thankfully, it's a chain, you know, like like it's not like old school T9 flip phone style where you have to like exit out of the message and then remember that shit oh yeah dude on, yeah my on, hand remembers because i got carpal tunnel from it because i <laughs> that's where it came from i typed like it really is the All amount right, of let's messages get you on, grandma yeah, oh yeah <laughs> bad yeah Girl. you would have to like that was such a revolution with the the smartphone and uh space yeah it was just the the ability to have your text messages mm-hmm. as a thread i remember like looking at that in 2006 or 7 and my mind being blown because before uh, for those of you that are too young to remember or just don't remember because you blocked it out um, or you forgot because you're an idiot like me um you would have to like you give a response you read the response and it's like Oh, I'm thinking like turkey on a whole wheat. And you're like, wait, what the fuck? What are they talking about? Because <laughs> if you had more than three text messages, like to different people going like on yeah. that phone, you could only, it only saved like the last two responses from each one because right. there was no space to save it. Yes. Yeah. There was, I mean, like the, 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 the best thing that they did before the smartphone came along was the SIM card. Where yeah. you could actually have, you know, a little bit Someone of space. Saved. That's right. But for the most part, like, yeah, like, you know, you'd have to like go back and like reread what you sent them. Mm-hmm. It was, it was a mess. It was like a very hot te- mess. Technology has come a lot. So, you know, I guess, I guess we're finding, you know, some, the, 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 the silver lining or mm-hmm. just like a a positive spin to this, but still like, if this is you, like, you know, and like I said, I got friends that, that are like this. Um, most of my friends are pretty good with responding. Um, and you know, we all have busy lives. It's cool. Like I said, I'm not expecting you to text me back right away. I don't want you to drop everything, especially if you're driving. Um, like do not text me if you're driving, like just ignore my ass. Um, but yeah, the second you stop, you better message David. Exactly. Um, but like, you know, later that day, the next day, like, just like it, the headline says it all. You know, if you take longer than the U.S. Postal Service takes to deliver snail mail, um, which is pretty quick uh, in my experience, um, two to three business days. That's, um, about, that's about true. Yeah. Uh, then, you know, I, I don't know what to do for you. Uh, so... I like it. <sighs> yeah. I will say I'm, I, I'm with you on that. Cause I want, I want, I, I am all about instant gratification. Yeah. I, I, I want that text message right now, especially if I'm asking you a question. Mm-hmm. You better fucking answer me. But yeah. then I also squirrel and look at messages and then turn around twice and forget that they happened. That's also fair. Like I said, that always poke me. It's fine. You can just mention me and be like, did you see that? And I'll be like, fuck. No. And, and like, I, because I know that that happens to you. A lot. All the time. 
like I like, but like your response times, like, I don't know if it's because we have been doing the podcast. And so we go back and forth about mm-hmm. that more often. So like communicating mm-hmm. with me personally is maybe more in the forefront of your brain. But yeah, like, like, I mean, before that, your response times were fine. Um, I mean, yes, I would text you something and then I never hear something back and you'd be like, oh, have you seen like the trailer for this? And I'm like, <laughs> what I about s- the last thing that I sent you? Any response to that, bitch? <laughs> Fuck. I didn't see it. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, no, um, it's all in good fun. Um, but yeah, you should um, respond to your friends. Uh, you know, talk to them. Cause they want to talk to you. <laughs> I'm not, I'm, I'm not just speaking for myself. Like there's other people out there that would like to talk to you. Um, uh, you know what? I'll just call out my sister directly. Like she is the fucking worst. <laughs> really? Uh, She's 80. even younger. You would think that oh, yeah. she would be connected and live and like there and like ready to go. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah Gen Z, uh, like the phone is basically glued uh, to their hand in front of their face. Yeah. Um, yeah. but no, uh, she's the worst. She, like I, I sent her uh, a text message about her wedding photos being done three months ago. Um, and <laughs> I've seen her since then, uh, but still no text messages, <laughs> no response. Do you so with Jin's? Does do you have to use a different app? Like, do you have to message them through like? Instagram or yeah, yeah. TikTok. I don't know if t- I don't do TikTok, so I don't know if there's like a, I'm a feed or a Snapchat or a. That's is it just text messaging they don't do? It's because I have, mentioned this yeah. uh, because one, it's a good question, and two, it's one that I thought of recently. I was like, I wonder if people are opting for those. I and I can't name one because I. I don't know the names, but they exist. Mm-hmm. The ones where like your messages disappear after a while, uh, bringing it back around to uh, old like technology yeah. and your old text messages yeah. missing. But you know, it, it's the, it's about preserving anonymity and mm. um, discouraging like screenshotting of messages and, um, and yeah. just everything being permanently written in ink. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm curious if, the youngsters, oh my god, uh, are using apps like that uh, as hmm. opposed to generic test, text messaging. Uh, Interesting. So if we're onto something, um, please let us know. We're curious. We could just Google this, but it's more fun to hear from hear about it from yeah. someone that in that age group. I know that I have you. And one other friend are about the only ones that I actually text message besides okay. Abe. Okay. Um, Ashley is Facebook Messenger. Mm-hmm. Um, Stephanie and Lester, they're me and Stephanie send uh, monkey. We send all we, our communication is just memes and and uh, Instagram reels, yep. and all we do is send it back and forth to each other. We don't say hi. We don't have a conversation. <laughs> We just send memes back and forth. Everyone's got friends like that. Reels. And so that's Instagram. And then I've got like somebody else that's only, I only ever talk to you on Snapchat. And I've got somebody else I only ever talk to you on Google Chats. (laughs) And it goes back to, um, what the fuck is that movie? And I fucking love it. And I can't think of it because I'm trying to think of the name. But it's like, 
you know, back in the day, it used to be so much simple because it was only one phone number with one, you know, voicemail with mm-hmm. one, you know, way of communication or one email address. And now it's like 7 billion different things to get a hold of somebody. So I wonder if that's part of the problem. Yeah, we need we need Ryan's woof from the office, like <laughs> woof.com. So you can get your facts. <laughs> yeah, you, you get uh, an email, text message, fax, phone call, uh, and I, I think there was like five. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't remember. I think that might actually be the best way to get a hold of me, <laughs> is if I get all of them at the same time. Uh, that would literally be my nightmare. Like having a service like, like I would never pay for something like that. Cause I'd, I jump in oncoming traffic, <laughs> <laughs> like having like multiple devices trying to alert me about the same alert. Mm, about like, the same alert yeah yeah, 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 yeah like that's fine uh yeah. one, my very first smartwatch, which was a pebble um it was it was a great and cheap uh smartwatch, but it um it didn't do what the apple watch and i'm assuming other smartwatches do nowadays where if you're wearing your watch you will uh and you get a notification text message whatever it will vibrate or ring on your watch um it will appear on your phone but your phone screen won't light up and it Mm. won't vibrate and it won't ding the only kind of notification either vibrate or sound alert you'll receive is through your watch if you're Mm. wearing it that's the way it should be but with pebble both went off every time it it both goes off every time yeah uh i would yeah i like I didn't wear it all the time because my anxiety just went through the fucking roof. Like, especially if I, like I had it when I was working at Starbucks and you know, that, that's a pretty high intensity job. Um, and, and I mean, you were cracked down on, you know, espresso the entire time. Exactly. So like, yes. Yeah. Too much mocha. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you just like, people would be trying to get a hold of me and I'm just like, motherfucker, <laughs> Wait, stop it. Give me back my son. Um, <laughs> you motherfucker um but yeah uh anyways i don't know what we're talking about (laughs) i lost track you want people to respond to your (laughs) thank you text what so that was pretty much it for that um Uh did you have uh uh, another one i think that was all four of mine let's see because i had Ticketmaster on here that was gonna Uh be my fourth yeah and then we. If we you want to rant about Ticketmaster, I'll go again. That's fine. <laughs> uh, are you? So w- was that all of yours? That's about it. The only other thing I have, um, I had, which we touched on, was the loss of physical media. I right. really want Twisted Metal on DVD or Blu-ray. Oh my god, that would be amazing. And I, there's only bootlegs out there because I've looked for it, and I'm about to buy one. <laughs> so if you would like my money, and because they complain about, oh well, you know, nobody's buying things. We can't buy it because you're not making it. People are buying it. Mm-hmm. Print. So don't make 5 billion copies of it. Yeah. I don't need 5 billion copies of Morbius out there because nobody's going to buy that shit. Okay. Yeah, just cool. do like a limited run. That's exactly. all we ask. Like, all we need. Yeah. And, but just don't charge like a million dollars for it. No. Please and thank you. Because it ain't that damn expensive. Like just do the thing. Right. It's fine. But I mean, you know, like shout out to like 
I mean, corporate overlord, uh, Best Buy, but they they do have probably the best physical media selection out there. Which Um, is hilarious you say that because I read many articles saying how they're getting rid of it. And every time I go into a Best Buy, it must be just this one. Because every time I go into a Best Buy, they don't well, have anything. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to... Um, I don't, uh, one one time that you come up here to Murfreesboro, I'll have to take you over to that one. Because okay. they... I mean, it's not gigantic. It's not like rows and rows like, yeah. you know, McKay's, which is where I love to go. I, I need a McKay's here in Murfreesboro. Yeah. Um, but... Um, it is like one long row front and back that mm-hmm. has, and, and like several kiosks throughout the, like the entertainment section, like with the TVs and the video games and stuff. So they have a lot of like movies to choose from. And like I said, they got, you know, new releases, they have oldies, Westerns, they have anime, um, all kinds of shit. So, um, so yeah, my best buy, like shout out to my best buy in Murfreesboro yeah. in the Avenue. Um, they're great. Um, you know, I can't speak for all of them, obviously. I know some Best Buys are a little bit smaller, yeah. uh, and, and thus like don't carry as much, but, um, yeah, uh, ours is good. And, uh, like I said, I just needed a, a McKay's here in Murfreesboro. So I don't have to drive like an hour and a half to get to mm-hmm. it because that's when you really get the deals is the, the pre-owned stuff so yeah Yeah, anyways i guess i guess that's it like yeah i mean mean, we've been going pretty long here i mean uh, we have a couple weeks like the week before was about an hour and a half last week was like an hour and 50 i think i think what david's saying is we shouldn't get together anymore (laughs) (laughs) no because we we just opposite because having a regular co-host keeps me accountable um and now we're releasing episodes on a regular basis what look at us go just in time to take two weeks off <laughs> but it is the holidays so okay yeah okay so we're 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 done for the year i mean i know we haven't technically discussed it but yeah. that's what i've always let's done do it the on the air uh <laughs> fuck it we'll do it live um uh that's what i've always done in the past that's with the right. podcast is uh I'll take, um, I'll do two, maybe three episodes for December, but mm-hmm. I'll take like the last week, maybe two off until the beginning of the new Fair. year. So okay. just, you know, to have some breathing time and downtime and there's plenty of episodes for Bales to go back and listen to you. Yes. It's fine. Our, our backlog is, I mean, we're, we're nearing the 200 mark. We'll Ooh. get there and, um, probably quarter two of 2024 we're at episode 180 182 right now i think 183 maybe so yeah we're at 182 i don't know oh my god did you blink did you blink 182 why did we not do a fucking blink 182 episode for our 182nd episode so so do we need to record a blink 182 episode really quick like a 30 minute real quick Mm. one and then just trade the numbers around okay so when you hear this out of order just know go back and listen to the blink episode all right so instead of shit that doesn't suck in honor of blink 182 episode top five favorite blink 182 albums oh shit well i'm gonna i'm gonna pull up spotify so i have yeah i need i have it all um referenced it's not like um 
Fallout Boy and like Panic at the Disco, where everything is four thousand run-on sentences and a paragraph <laughs> long, but my, uh, my brain don't work. Right. Um, I mean, for Fallout Boy, it's kind of convenient because it's basically just the release order. <laughs> yeah, basically. Like, take this to your grave is well, pretty much always, always. be my favorite. Yep. Uh-huh. Um, from under the cork tree, second greatest. Infinity on high, yes. Okay. Uh, Folly Ado, yes. Um, and yeah, and then the purple except, album. Yes, that is the exception. Mania yeah. will. I mean, there's a few mm-hmm. good. Their new on ones there, really good. Their new ones in like yeah. the top three for me. Yeah, the the new but, ones good. But anyways, yeah. so that's not what we're here about. We're here about for 182. Yes, an impromptu uh, closing section of uh, our top five Blink 182 albums. Um, do we want to do this in an actual order of like fifth favorite to most favorite or just top five in general? Like what would happen to land in the top five for us? Just top five. Okay, cool. Cause yeah. Okay. So for me, Enema of the State is definitely in there. Absolutely. Mark, Tom and Travis show. Yep. Uh, take off your pants and jacket. Yep. Um, let's see. That's three, right? Oh, fuck. Um, Self-titled then Dude Ranch? No. Um, oh, okay. California and then One More Time. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, they're, I fucking love their new album. Um, I mean, I'm... <sighs> you are in like their top percentage, <laughs> according to Spotify, apparently. It was like the top 0.5% or something like that. that but, that's notable. But that's like, good. I feel like... A lot of people. You have like one eighty two like tattoo. Like you're in this shit, man. I I am in it. Yes. Um. Uh. Yeah. It it hurts to exclude like neighborhoods and self title because like there's not a Blink One Eighty Two album that I don't like. Mm -hmm. Um. I am not a huge fan of like Cheshire Cat and Buddha and Dude Ranch is like okay. Okay. I just I prefer their vocals when they. Uh, their their vocals matured a little bit um so like mark and tom they're just a little too whiny on those early albums Mm -hmm. so if they would want to get back in the studio and re-record those albums or some of the songs on those albums uh to give them a facelift Mm -hmm. so that they sound more contemporary or or more accurate to what they the the guys sound like now Mm -hmm. that would be great but um yeah that's that's my top five and like i said in no particular order just yeah the ones that would happen to Mm -hmm. fall in the top five so i will say mark tom and travis uh show is probably top three yeah just because i love the freaking banter between between tom and yeah hey mark hey mark look how i can make it bigger if i rub it hey mark hey mark (laughs) i love like they stop playing a song and Tom is like, I choose to play my parents for giving me a small bent wiener and an ugly face. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. My funny or what? <laughs> yeah. I just, I was just expecting you to keep going. That's fine. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I can. You could. Yes. Yes. I could, but you could. for fine. the, for the sake of our yeah. listeners sanity. It's fine. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Mark, Tom and Travis show. In the state. Boom. Self-titled. Okay. The new one, one more time, and uh, 
it's going to be a toss-up between probably Dude Ranch and uh, Neighborhoods. Okay. So you do dig on the Neighborhoods, then? I do. I do like Neighborhoods. So... It's a very underrated album. I'll Yes. And I'll be honest, I kind of didn't realize it existed until it was pointed out to me when we were going to see them um, <laughs> earlier this year. Right. And I was like, oh, yeah, I need to dive into that. And I was like, where the fuck has this shit been all my life? This is great. Yeah. It's, yeah. So yeah. I, I'm, I'm down. I like it. Yeah, it it was it was one of those like um, like lightning in a bottle things. Yeah. I, I think for them, uh, just like one more time is yeah. right now, where they they got back together after a period of mm-hmm. being apart for a while, and and just their the music that the music that Tom was making with Angels and Airwaves and what mark was doing with plus 44 like it just culminated into Mm. a very uh new but still like reminiscent sound uh for for blank um that i really like um like um like ghost on the dance floor like the the opening track like is fucking incredible um Mm. and then uh the um after midnight i think yeah that's great fucking it's also a uh, an amazing video too nice um, if you want to get on ye old youtube and and watch the music video but um nice yeah so um yeah i guess what are we at right now just a little over an hour so i mean do we want to squeeze in our shit that doesn't suck i mean if you want to maybe that we can we can yeah. Sure. Um, so I we were talking about It's a Wonderful Knife last time. Yeah. Right? And yeah. how it was coming out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember adding it to my watch list as we were recording. Nice. Uh, so I watched that. Um, it was my favorite, but it's good. Okay. I liked it. Um, Worth a watch? Yes. Okay. Worth good. a watch. It's fun. Um, you know, nothing serious. It's not like a better watch out where it's going to fucking wreck your evening. Um, <laughs> make you yeah. feel weird things. Yeah. But yeah. Um, no, it was good. I liked it. Um, I really haven't been watching a lot lately. It's yeah. been mostly reading and writing. Um, there you go. I've been following the King's advice where... If you want to be a good writer, you have to write a lot and you have to read a lot. And Mm -hmm. that's what I've been doing. I don't know if I'll ever be any good. I think I'll be okay. (laughs) Hey, fair. Um, But yeah, I did. There's uh, a lot of uh, writers out there that make it really well just from being okay. Uh, That is is true. Um, I So I I know I talked last week uh, about the fan fiction that I was writing for Lindsay Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. Christmas. Uh, the pairing of, uh, it's called Winter Shock. It's Bucky and Darcy Lewis from the Thor movies. I did uh, learn slash re-remember, because Lindsay did tell me why it's Shock, because uh, Darcy always carries a taser. Um, uh, and would constantly shock Thor's ass in the first one. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Just like three times she got it. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Um, but no, it was, I, I think I had a little too much fun writing it. <laughs> I told her that I probably wasn't going to get dirty with it. 
and I lied. <laughs> so in that same vein, I've gone down. We're just going off the rails at this point. We're just yeah. chit-chatting. So yeah. if you're done, like, eh, fuck it, whatever. Yeah, you You've can... hung around this long, you might as well stay around. Yeah. I've found the um, hashtag uh, book talk. And it's nothing but dirty ass smut about many a things. Okay. I am here for it. Can, can you give me ex- an example? Because I'm. Or... The, it, so, hmm, how much TMI do you want to know? Uh, um, it's all just, it's all just sex. It's okay. all just sex. It's very, it's tiny, tiny little amounts of plot and a whole lot of fucking. Okay. And it's glorious. I mean, I like, I mean, my, my appreciation for, um, the written word and literature and poetry and prose and whatever is a lot like movies. I appreciate a lot. Uh, I have a niche that I tend to stick to, but if it comes highly recommended, I will, I will take a glance at it. I mean, I'm not saying it's for everybody. I'm just saying it's been working real well for me lately (laughs) and um, I appreciate it. I mean, and there's also this trend. So ladies and men, if you're into it, it's fine. On the Instagrams, because I'm old and I don't do the TikToks, but it's it's all the fucking same at this point. You can find it on every platform, basically. Yep. Men have gotten smart. So they realize that women are reading, like, all this dirty smut shit, right? Mm-hmm. So now hot dudes are just, like, mimicking the characters in the book. And, like, here you go. So here's a hot reel of a dude with the shirt off that is jacked as shit. And you're like, oh... So now I have to go read that book because now that image is in my head. So it's gotten me to read a whole lot more lately. So are they are they photos of real people and it's advertising for that story? Yes. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. It's basically like dudes are just dressing up in cosplay because they're like, this is what chicks are into. All right. Let me get some of that. That's like, and they're a, like going that's down like that a and gender like, reversal. Okay. It really, really is. And yeah. I am here for it. And it's it. like it's it's like a gender reversal. And yet, like a like an update facelift to the um, the old school like romance mm-hmm. genre. Yeah, it pretty the, much is. Um, you know, just the the sappy, you know, sex fueled, sex filled romance novels mm-hmm. where the Harlequin know, books and all yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah, where they all just look the same. Yeah, um, and they are the same. Yeah, but. Yes. Yeah. Instead of Fabio, we ju- we have men that are just as muscled as that, except with a lot of tattoos, and most of them are now wearing masks, and it's kind of hot and really great. Hell yeah! And I'm here for it. Fabio so. always looked a little weird to me. Like there's always something off. He's something in the face. It just look, like he just looks swollen, like and not in a good swole kind of like, like you, workout way. You could like take in the, like a pin. Like and just he's just thing? gonna deflate, right? <laughs> That's what he looks like. Like swirl around the room like a fucking deflated yeah. balloon. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. As I spit all over myself. Mm. Uh, well, that's great. Uh, yeah, there you I'm, go. I mean, I'm I'm glad like we could kind of talk about this on the same wavelength. I mean, I like I'm interested in mm-hmm. what this is. But uh, I'm not familiar with it. And it's... and yeah, I just wrote some dirty ass fan fiction. Nice. I mean, there's, you know. The, the stories that I've been reading are, it's basically fan fiction. Just mm-hmm. without famous people, basically. Sure. Um, 
But I feel like this hashtag is going to do really well for up and coming writers. Cause it's a lot of books that are just like self-published. Like here's my website. You can read it on the I website. Think here's this, this is going to do this. And it's, it's going to like, future. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, this is instead of going to, um, cause it used to be Tumblr and it used to be oh, live journal. Yes. <laughs> to we, get all we, the dirty fan fiction and smut. Now you're just going like it's, it's Instagram and they're yeah. getting you with a real and a hot dude. And they're like, yeah, this is from this book. This is what he looks like. And here you go. And you're like, Oh, okay. okay so I'm leaving the platform cool. to read this now. You are exactly. <laughs> you are on the cutting edge, David. I, uh, I actually, so if I, if I could get, one of my voice actor friends on retainer i would love to hire them to like uh narrate the audiobooks for like if i do more fan fiction uh uh-huh. um because the the majority uh well i mean like it is in third person as i i think with most fan fiction um and it bounces back and forth between the points of view of darcy and bucky until mm-hmm. they eventually meet up in the story um and then it's kind of like a you know traditional third person narrative and mm-hmm. you know just describing everything so is it one on. chapter in their version in their point of view and then basically the next one. that yeah. seems to be the new trend this is why a lot of okay. this has been yeah um i mean it's not necessarily a revolutionary yeah kind of a you know but it's very on very on trend right now yeah uh i've uh it was an easy way to structure this particular story in the way that I wanted to tell yeah. it because like I wanted to bounce back and forth between the two characters um, to kind of give both of their conflicting perspectives. Um, basically it's because I, I gave it to Lindsay early. So in case she listens to this, it's mm. fine. She won't listen to this. Um, but yeah, it's uh it, it is, um, I called it, what did I call it? Um, Love Assembles. And, nice. Uh, I Love Assembles, a winter shock Christmas story. Um, and it is, uh, it takes place in December and um, in like upper Manhattan, fancy fictional hotel at a speed dating event and post event mixer, um, singles mixer. And they are there to uh, both Darcy and Bucky. Darcy is now working for the Young Avengers. And uh, what I say, Darcy is working for the Young Avengers. Bucky is working for the Thunderbolts, um, which is not a huge stretch, um, especially for Bucky, because that's kind of the future plans for his character anyways. Right. Um, But they are both there um, unknowingly um, to, uh, well, okay. So they're there to recruit um, or pitch their respective teams to, quote unquote, the target. Mm-hmm. It's referred to as the target for, I'd say, about a third to a half of the story until it's one of the big reveals. Um, and it turns out to be America Chavez um, from Doctor Strange. Yeah. Um, and they're both trying to get her to join their team and uh like it first starts out where you know they're there and they're trying to like get in and like they have to do it at the speed dating event because she's magic and she can just portal out 
Um, so they want to do it in a public place where they can keep an eye on her. Right. And, and then like effectively make their pitch like, Hey, you should come join the young Avengers or whatever. Um, but before they even have a chance to talk to her, they notice that they're there. Like Bucky doesn't know who she is, but she knows who Bucky is because, you know, obviously it's the winner fucking soldier. Uh, and everybody wants a piece of that. Yeah, Um, exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, and she's like, Oh, he's kind of handsome, but like. He, uh, in the story, I put that Bucky's wearing StarTech glasses and he runs a facial recognition on her, finds out who she is. Um, and he gets her to sit down uh, with him for a five minute speed date. And she's praying that it's like that he, she's like, okay, there's no reason for him to know who you are. Like you're just some random girl. Like it's fine. Don't worry. And she sits down and he's like, hello, Darcy. <laughs> like, of how's course. the Young Avengers going Because he has you? no chill. Yeah. Um, uh-huh, and she's like, exactly damn it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so basically it becomes this competition where like, you know, it was like, uh, you know, Darcy's an up and comer, but Bucky like is an old hat. And so mm-hmm. this is kind of like beneath him. So he's frustrated, but now he has competition. So now he's like more interested in, you know, mm-hmm. in the pursuit because now it's an actual challenge. Um, and it's, so it's just like a, a fun change up and dichotomy from like, like an Avengers type situation where they're right. battling aliens or Thanos or whoever. Um, you know, it's like a more episodic kind of thing. Nice. Um, America ends up turning down both of them. Um, turns out like, so there's like a, an intermission sort of like where, she she ducks out of the um the speed dating early goes into um this elaborate um uh family restroom that i made up uh, with like breast pumping stations and stuff like i had a lot of i had too much fun coming up with this bathroom and so they're there uh, she's there and she gets out her sling sling ring and does the thing and Dr. Strange pops out on the other side and he like sits in like one of the comfy like breastfeeding recliners he's like this is a nice restroom <laughs> um and like this is great yeah and they're like chatting and stuff he's like how's uh how's um uh how's the dating scene in new york these days she's like oh you know a bunch of fucking losers you know <laughs> same old same old and turns out she's on a bit of a sabbatical from her training at mm-hmm. the comertage um and she's on her own mission that i didn't really get into with this but you know like not, I said, if i end up if i end up writing more it could be like an adjacent story that ties right. in um but then you find out she already knew that both of them were going to be there. She didn't know necessarily what they were going to be doing, Mm -hmm. but they knew she knew ahead of time because Dr. Strange being the almighty, basically, uh, you know, uh, he sent her to Manhattan for a mission. Um, and his brainwaves picked up on the fact that someone from the Thunderbolts and the Avengers slash young Avengers was going to be there. Um, and so, yeah, they have like a good laugh about how they're like competing to try and pitch her um, the thing. And um, I mean, the, as a reader, you don't know that uh, she's going to say no yet. Right. But when she comes out of the bathroom, she discovers Darcy and Bucky at the bar arguing um, 
going back and forth yelling at each other that um because before um when they run into each other when darcy and bucky run into each other um they're both like okay let's play fair let's just make our pitches let's act like adults here and then they go away and they're like talk like bucky's talking to yelena on his earpiece and like darcy's got his own her own person and they're like we have to re-strategize like he's not gonna play fair like we gotta figure out something to do and bucky's like oh she's gonna fuck this up she's too green like Mm -hmm. she's fresh out of the academy she hasn't even seen any field work um so i'm gonna swoop in there like a fucking jackhammer lay the smack down she's gonna come to the thunderbolts and it's that's gonna be the end and then it cuts to darcy and she's like this idiot thinks (laughs) knows what he's doing (laughs) he thinks that i'm uh i'm a newbie and that this is my first time in the field motherfucker i used to roll with thor okay i know how shit goes down uh-huh uh and his dude uh her dude he's like so what are you gonna do and she's like i'm not even gonna pitch it like i'm gonna sit down and get to know her and then when bucky comes in later he's like so i know this girl tried to pitch you so she's like oh she, what what are you talking about she didn't try and pitch me anything now bucky looks like an ass and so oh my god this is perfect yeah uh, I don't know how the fuck I thought about this. Like, it was just, I was like, you know, 80s Stephen King on cocaine. Like, oh! <laughs> um, All the typing. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, they come out, um, or uh, America comes out of the bathroom, finds them arguing. She's like, hey, guys. And they're like, hey! <laughs> they, they notice her. They spin around in their seats. And um, she's like, let's let's go over to this booth. Um, let's, let's talk this out. And so she orders a, uh, a bottle of champagne. Um, she requests the kind that is usually purchased by couples celebrating anniversaries and special romantic occasions. And she like downs half of hers in like one gulp and she burps and she's like, okay, I'm not joining either of your fucking teams. And they're like, what? Like, like, why didn't you string us on? Why didn't you tell us that, like, like an hour ago? Um, and um, and she's like, well, I just, I respect the the time and effort uh, that you guys went through to to try and woo me. Um, and, uh, and, and they're like, okay. And then they start to feel bad that, you know, they were all conniving and they got caught up in the competition trying to get her to join when they could have just been more upfront. And America's like, also, I want you guys to get together. <laughs> and of course, they're still like, no, we fucking hate each other. Like, this is ridiculous. And America's like, like, look at, look at Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Like, they worked for competing agencies and they still got it on. And um, Bucky's like, I actually kind of like that movie. (laughs) (laughs) And Darcy's like, oh my God, me too. And all of a sudden, boom, like they're hitting it off. They're talking about James Bonds and their favorite James Bonds. They pine over um, Daniel Craig. And all of a sudden they're talking for like 10, 15 minutes. They don't even realize that America has left. Left. Yes. The waiter comes back um, with the fanciest fucking leather bound um, billfold uh, 
you could ever imagine seeing in a restaurant or hotel and it inside it's got a room key and a note that says it was a pleasure meeting you too dinner's on me here's a room key um nice. and there's just like like who does she think she is like 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 we're gonna we're even like interested in and and like you know doing doing stuff together and um like there's a moment earlier where like the waiter comes by and he's like, are y'all ready to order? And Darcy's like, yeah, I'd actually like a plate of chicken fingers. And Bucky's like, chicken fingers. What are you fucking five? <laughs> <laughs> um, and so that's when they're still arguing. And then like Bucky's like, you still want those chicken fingers. <laughs> and so, you know, it snowballs into a little bit of romance, a little bit of, you know, like getting to know you and the night is coming to a close and they're like this we did not see coming like we came here for a mission we didn't come here for a hookup and yet we found one um and it's christmas and it's like snowing outside it's all magical yeah and then they go upstairs and end up getting it on um it's not nice. like 50 shades of gray at all but which is good cuz that sucks so yeah <laughs> Right, exactly. But um, I did make Darcy the, if you want to say Dom and Sub, that, like I said, that's not the situation here, but she's the initiator, for lack of better words. Um, The argument that I made is that she's smaller in stature. I mean, uh, Kat Dennings is shorter than I am. Um, And... So with her backstory that I kind of gave her that I filled in that where she doesn't have any from any existing movies or whatever that she, you know, suffered, suffered from like short people syndrome mm-hmm. or whatever. Small um, and, and in charge. And, yeah. And, and just wanted like had that constantly driving need to like to want to dominate to mm-hmm. win, but couldn't because your physical stature said no. And Bucky being someone that grew up in the 40s, and that's kind of where any of his the romance that he does remember from his, you know, younger years, pre-Frozen and pre-Hydra, that's where he harkens back to. Um, And plus, like I had a tie in with Steve and how he was just naturally gifted with the ladies Mm -hmm. um, in terms of being charming and whatnot, making it effortless. And... So he enjoys being, uh, especially someone that has to take charge in battle situations. He likes a role reversal where he Mm -hmm. likes to, you know, hand it over to the ladies and let them lead. And like I said, it's not a dom and sub at all, but there's, there's a little, there's like a vanilla version of it in there. Um, But yeah, I, I purposefully structured this story so that if, I mean, this was written for my wife, but if she says it's okay to put on like AO3 or whatever, um, I might. Um, I I purposefully wrote it so that it could be um, the the NSFW stuff could be omitted. Right. um, And I could just kind of do a tag on the end with like, you know, they're thinking about hooking up and then cut to post hookup. Yeah. You know, like PG rated, you know, like, oh, they, they just the did ma- something. The TV version. Right, exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, the Disney Channel version. Yeah. Um, and so yeah. Um, but no, like I said, I I had a little too much fun writing it. Um, nice. It's just fun to experiment with like pre-existing characters. Yeah. Um, and kind of play with their. Um, you know, their characteristics and evolve on that, just having that baseline and it like giving you that structure to stick with, but also like they, you know, we, we haven't had a ton of time with these two characters. So there's a lot of room right. for, you know, filling in your own stuff. So nice. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. It was a good time. It's so. a good time. Yeah. Anyways, um, so I guess that was kind of like a, a little bonus tag on, yeah. on the end of our episode. Uh, so, yeah, you got anything else? Are I think that's it. Cool. Putting yeah. a pretty little bow on it. Um, I, I guess literally, like, you know, Merry Christmas. Yeah. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Um, happy New Year. Happy New Year as well. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, our next episode will probably be after the New Year. So. Oh, my God. We'll see you guys next year. <laughs> <laughs> That's going in the grievances. That's yeah. in with the Festivus. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah, that doesn't even work as a dad joke anymore. No. Um, but everybody still does it, and I'm still going to do it. So. And it still makes me die inside. Yep. Yeah. Um, but anyways, listeners, thank you so much for tuning in and listening. Um, don't forget to rate and review, subscribe to the podcast, uh, donate to our Patreon or if you're feeling so inclined and gratuitous. Um. I guess that's going to be it, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, See you next year. Yeah. You want to hit us with our sign-off line? To be kind. This 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 episode brought to you by Stone Cold Steve, <laughs> Steve Austin, Stone Cold Creamery. I was going to have you say the be kind, stay geeky, and eat lots of cheesecake part. Oh, that one too. Yeah. Yeah. Be kind, stay geeky, and eat lots of cheesecake. Yeah. 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 Oh. yeah.